Hey, 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 welcome along everyone and thank you for tuning in to this live broadcast of the Boostly podcast. This is the podcast that gives hosts the tools, the tactics and the trainings and most importantly, the confidence on how you can get more direct bookings. So my name is Liam Carolan and I'm Mark Simpson's co-host and today we're shining the Boostly spotlight on Anna Geary from the Get Savvy Club. Uh, she is also a co-host of the Marketing Made Easy podcast. And if you want to find out some more information about her, as we get started, you can go to www.getsavvyclub.co.uk. Um, so today, we're talking all things social media, uh, calls to action, how you can make it very easy for your customer to buy from you, and really the different ways that we can do that. So Anna, welcome along and thank you for joining me. Hello, thank you for having me on. Uh, great introduction. I've actually like, looked at what I do, which, which is really, <laughs> really, really good. We're having a bit of a chat off air, weren't we, about how Ooh. cold you are in the it's space that freezing. you are. <laughs> it is literally, I'm in this garden room at the moment and it is freezing. So if you do see me shudder on the live, you'll know why. But this is and a I'm great... the opposite. I was just saying I've had my heat. Oh, I've just knocked the microphone. Uh, I do that every time I'm on our own podcast. Um, yeah, I'm the opposite. I like literally have had my heating on all day, so now I'm like boiling, boiling, boiling hot. So it is, it's so much fun that we we get to do this. We were just saying, as in podcasting life is like having the new coffee, isn't it? We get to yeah. get to speak, get to meet people. I mean, we've we've not met before ten minutes ago, have we? But it's a case of uh, it's cool to speak about expertise and to find out but also I feel as though I already know you from we've talked about our sons or children and stuff like that yeah. haven't we? and then yeah like we've listened to each other's podcasts as well like before we come on so like oh I kind of know a bit about you you know about me. so yeah it's it's, it's, it's good it it's makes fun. a difference and it is it's really weird because when we started our podcast probably it's over two years now I knew I wanted to do a podcast um and I've done the training like years years ago but never obviously what I was doing back then I didn't there's a lot of different things going on in my life and I just never got got it out there but then lockdown happened and it was like right I'm going to and I had all all the gear no idea it was one of those I had like everything all the different mics all the all the things that you have but obviously when lockdown happened it's like actually you could just do it on StreamYard as long as you've got a decent mic you can get going and I, it's brought so much more than I actually thought it would do um and mostly it's the people that you get to meet and have conversations with so it's one of the favorite parts of the business really do you get that where people meet you and go, I, you know, I, I feel I already know you from, you know, they, they're very familiar on the basis of they've listened to you, that you know, and, and that's yeah. the great thing is. Um, the, the funniest thing was this guy and he, he bought one of our programs, and he, he, but he was like, I think he was like five or six months behind on the podcast. So he was just like, oh, I'm still in like, I think at the time it was like, oh, I'm still in November. So I've got a bit of catching up to do. And it was just the weirdest thing. So, and then we've had somebody else contact us and something we're like quite against they do and they said oh i know you're against this but can you help us we were like no, <laughs> no. no we can we can't we slag off what you do but actually it made in the end it did make sense we did help them but it was just funny because we were like okay so you already know but you do feel a bit of disadvantage because people would start messaging me about uh, this obviously goes out wherever all different countries but i'm in the uk and i'm in leicester and i'm a leicester city fan so i'll get if leicester city don't do so well random people will message me and go oh um shame that happened or if we're losing a great player they'll say oh i can't believe he's left now hang on a minute who are you that they've just it's... been listening to that even though she doesn't my co-host anita doesn't let me talk about uh football good in a way because otherwise i might go off too many tangents on it and things do you support have you got a Football. I don't, I don't, I'm not into football at all, oh, but so I know, like... um, yeah, I am from, from Norwich. I like to see him do well, but, um, yeah. I know, uh, obviously our, our 
sort of founder, Mark Simpson, he absolutely loves Liverpool. So um, oh, you boom. can get him speaking about football for, for ages. So, so it's good when you have co-hosts that don't go on about it. And, and like, I can make her be quiet about her talking about Bake Off. Do you know? I'm like, yeah, but not everybody's interested in Bake Off. So yeah, it's good. It's, it's... I don't know. Now, now we're talking. I could, I definitely could talk about Bake Off. You could chat to her about Bake Off and I, yeah. I'll talk with Mark about football. football. No, I like it. I like it. So let's let's dive in, shall we? So um, this is the question that I'm sure you get all the time on every single podcast, which is what what is the Get Savvy Club and what problem does it solve? Yeah, so the, the Get Savvy Club um, is myself, uh, Anna Geary, that's me, and uh, my um, business partner, Anita Baldwin. So we came together probably 2019. We knew each other already, just not very well. We kind of knew each other through the like, school run when our, 16, our girls are now 16, but they went to the same primary school together. So we kind of knew each other. Funnily enough, we connected on Facebook, stayed knowing each other on Facebook, and then reconnected um, later on. She wanted to do networking. I sent her to various places and then we were like, hey, we could work together. So ultimately what Get Savvy Club does, it's um, it's an online business that helps our clients attract clients using social media organically. So and we for we have helped lots of different types of businesses, but one of the one of the industries that we help a lot is property. And into 2023, we are literally pretty much due to a few opportunities that we've had with different networking business um like networking events and things we're actually going more into property so we help people in property use social media as a tool to get more more business so what what that may look like to them so it could be like obviously um yourself and mark do getting direct bookings that's for service accommodate people that run service accommodations or strs or I don't know. In America, they call it something different, don't they? But then, you know, getting those direct bookings is going to make you so, so much money. So that's important. So some people, it might be joint best, joint, um, joint venture partners, you know, so people that got money. So some might be looking for money. Some might be looking for direct bookings, some for deals. So, yeah, we just help them get up, get out there, get out of their own way and get out there online and uh, make it happen, basically. And then we have the podcast, which is Marketing Made Easy, which is all about helping people, you know, tips and hints on how to how to market your business effectively to get to get more business. I mean, what we were talking about before we got started was that property is so closely related to hospitality. I wouldn't know about hospitality unless I learned about property first. I know there's people out there who have lived all their life in hospitality, like Mark and like uh, several of our members of, of Boostly. But it's one of those things where there's so many people out there now, now who are looking at serviced accommodation or um rent to rent and rental arbitrage if, if it's for our us listeners and there's just every aspect of property and of hospitality the things which transfer is is that marketing aspect is the sales aspect you know it transfers to any business doesn't it and that's the cool thing about um and that's why i'm excited to dive into the get savvy club tonight is to find out really what is the best way to, to kind of market the business and how can we get more people knowing about it so before we move on to that, you mentioned obviously you got started really from from going on the school run. What did you do in you know take us back? What did you do as the previous career or previous life before Get Savvy? So I always laugh because actually, um, not last week, the week before, I we did a guest lecture at the university here in Leicester, one of the universities, Dumont University. So we we lectured this social media masters course, which is quite funny to me because my background um, is I got just a few GCSEs and, and a BTEC in performing arts. So I have no right to be walking into a university and taking that lecture thing. But um, so, but off the back of that, um, I went into predominantly sales, um, all different 
every type of sales role. I did so many different sales roles. Um, and I think it's a lot better. Like, or my the age that I am, we you could like do lots of different jobs. It wasn't as like strict that you needed to choose a career. So I've had loads of different jobs. But then I settled on recruitment. Um, so then I was in recruitment for 17 years, helping people in finance um, get roles. So finance directors, financial controllers, those sorts of things. But I knew I didn't want to do it anymore, but it served me because I had my children and I could do it with my eyes closed because I knew it so well. So I worked part-time. I was lucky to work part-time but earn full-time money, but I always knew there's got to be more to it. And it was very like recruitment, if you know anything about it, is dog-eat-dog, literally. Only one candidate is going to get that job. It best be your candidate. And so you, not only are you... I mean, I've worked in some nice companies, don't get me wrong, but then there is that kind of internal dog-eat-dog as well as external. So you're battling against everyone daily. And I knew I wanted to do something else. So I um, I actually started property sourcing, which I think is one of the reasons why we have so many property clients is because, um, you know, the, the property sourcing that we did, uh, that, that I did. So I started a property sourcing business, did a bit of network marketing. I was already using, because I use LinkedIn day in, day out as a recruiter. I was training my clients on how to use LinkedIn because they needed help with it. Um, and then I was doing external LinkedIn training too. So I did that. I did a ton of stuff all at the same time when I, and and actually how Anita reached out to me, she'd quit her job, was going to work for herself. Her background is 20 odd years in marketing, out and out marketing, a huge, she's been in charge of like million pounds worth of budget, for like huge banks, software companies, all different types of organizations. Uh, but she wanted to go, go alone, but she had no idea about networking and getting out there. And at the time I was a member of BNI and every Wednesday morning I used to go live I think it's uh, so that I didn't have to set up the room. I used to go live and chat about what I'd be doing in the week. And I used to get a lot of visitors to B&I like that. So she'd seen me live on Facebook. And this was years ago. And I thought, oh, she goes networking. I'm going to ask her. So then I was like, hey, try this one, this one, this one. Kept bumping into each other. And we're like, maybe we could do something to help people online. And that's, we were gonna, going to just do one online program that was going to be six weeks long. And it just exploded from there. And we both sort of quit the other things that we did and went all in on this. But we do have a property company as well. So we do have service accommodation. So what do, what do they, they call it rental arb, what, arbitrage? Uh, they, we that, just, that in, in the US, it's just STR, but for rent to rent is rental arbitrage. In, oh, in, right. Yeah, because yeah, I knew the STR, but I, I didn't, yeah. I never heard the term rental arbitrage. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, va vacation rentals, vacation okay. rentals. I've, yeah, I've heard vacation rentals as yeah. well, same as holiday lets. We, we, we so, <laughs> yeah, so we have, we have, um, Anita has a buy to let that she's switched to <laughs> service accommodation and STR. And then we also have um, a five bedroom property as well in an area called Oakham which is in Rutland, which is not far from Leicestershire, that we that we do the rental arbitrage with. So we, we rent that off of our old mem mentor of ours who just happened to buy a house off, off of her ex. And we she went, oh, I'm just going to rent it out. And we were like, we'll have it. So so we rent that out as well. But we don't, we let somebody else manage it. We don't actually do the managing ourselves because we're so busy with Get Savvy Club, helping people with their online, you know, with our online programs to help them, you know, I'd get what get what they need to get. Quick break from the podcast to let you know that the two Boostly books that we brought out, the Book Direct Playbook and the Book Direct Blueprint, are two of the top rated and the best selling in the hospitality category on Amazon. For just two pounds, you can grab both of those books right now. The foundations and the structures that you need to put in place is in the blueprint. And then for 101 marketing tactics, that is in the playbook. So go and grab a copy on Amazon now. Just type in Book Direct Playbook or the Book Direct Blueprint. And uh, we'll see you on the other side. 
I, do you know what I love about asking that question is that we really understand the what motivates you to do it, but also the the amount of the lessons and the transferable skills. I mean, you, you talked about recruiting and, and the interpersonal skills you've got to have for that, the sales oh, side yeah. of things, you know. And also the other thing I've taken away from that is the fact that going out there and finding a business partner who's got complementary skills to yourself is so important, yeah. you know, and, and there's something where if people listening to this have got an idea to go off and help people in a certain way that it is entirely possible, isn't it? You never know how it's going to happen. BNI is something that we really recommend to the Team Boostly members just to get out there because just being out there and just telling people what you do, you're going to get bookings and I get bookings from yeah. people just knowing what I do and and just being sociable and and um, networking in general. So that's really it cool. It can be decisive, uh, a bit deci uh, decisive, can't it, though, between people BNI, so people roll their eyes and whatever. But if ever I got found myself in a completely new area um, mm -hmm. and I needed to start all over or I, you know, you're brand new to an area, I would go to a BNI. I would join yeah. one because instantly you've got like X amount of people that all have got you back that want you to win as well. And then you're going to, you kind of get out of your way because you're helping them win and just, you just end up getting back. I mean, it doesn't, because our BNIs where we are are very like local, if that makes sense. Um, we're not actually in one now because our business is kind of global, but yeah, definitely. I would, I would definitely recommend anybody join a decent networking business because, uh, networking, uh, meeting, because even I think the first time I ever went to a and I used to, I didn't mention this, but I used to have a chocolate fountain high business about nice. just before I had my son who's 10 and I just on a whim sort of thought, oh, that looks cool. Anyway, I actually hated it. Um, <laughs> not what I loved was going to the wedding fair, speaking to the brides, getting the bookings, all the sales, actually physically doing the running the chocolate fountain and the actual cleaning of it and the whole the, so I should have really like looked into it more than just going off and doing it but when I went to that B&I at that time I went along as like a, a guest because I'm obviously not going to clash with anyone being a um, chocolate fountain high business and I got to find people that I needed for that business and for other businesses thereafter like a good an accountant I could trust and I didn't, not saying that they, they should give you free advice, but you happen, you're going to, you're going to see yep. them every week for breakfast. So you can, you know, you're not there to pick the brains, but you can ask them something. They'll answer something. It's really easy. Same as like I would, even when I was, I was actually a BNI in my recruit as a recruiter, but because I knew so much about LinkedIn, I was forever taking their phones off of them, merging things because they've got two LinkedIn accounts. I was like, you're not allowed to do that. So they say, don't they, you should do something that you meddle in. And mm -hmm. I was totally meddling in social media. I've always geeked out on social media since it became a thing. I think maybe because I quit drinking 13 years ago. Maybe I, my new addiction was Facebook, LinkedIn, whatever. But um, but yeah, um, I used to help help them with that. So yeah, they, I would always recommend getting into some kind of networking locally, it's, especially with it's when you sort of side hustle, you know, whatever you like doing in your hobby, your side hustle, if you can make that your, your full-time mm -hmm. vocation, then uh, that's awesome, isn't it? So yeah. let's dive into the, the the marketing itself. So what are the top three either tools or um, social media apps or things that a host or anybody listening to this should consider when thinking about how to market their business? Yeah, in terms of social media, I would say if anybody's not on LinkedIn yet, get on LinkedIn. Th that one is so important it seems to be the one that's it doesn't fluctuate as much like facebook and instagram the algorithms are, are all over the place and it it makes sense right because facebook and instagram they make their money from you buying ads whereas linkedin people pay for premium which you don't need by the way but that's how they get their money and they've always got their money because loads of people have premium even though they don't need it so 
they don't really need to focus on making more money in other ways because they they have that as their way to make money. So I think that just makes them a little bit more consistent in terms of the reach and who and search functionality on LinkedIn is just off the scale. Like if, especially if you've got if you've got STRs in one particular location, then if you can really buy, you literally sew up an entire area by searching the locations, those types of people that are going to get it. And you can just, you've got, and you've got 30,000, you're not going to max out. You think 5,000 is a lot until you hit it at Facebook and on Facebook. And then you're constantly trying to like, well, who do you get rid of to let more people in? It's, it's a battle, but 30,000, I mean, I'm on, I think I'm on 28,000. I'm a bit more picky now, but that's organically grown. That's not like me going out and just, connecting with anyone if you think I've been on it for I think it's been going about 20 years I think and I've probably been on it you know I would say the best part of 16 17 years or, or whatever so and yeah so obviously it's, it's built so that's important get on LinkedIn TikTok I would say um is good but it's I also know it's not for everyone so don't force yourself to go on it if it's really like massively out of, not getting out of your comfort zone is fine but if you hate it don't don't do it. If you feel, oh, it's just, you, you've just got to get your head around it, then still do it. So I'd say like LinkedIn, TikTok. Um, and then in terms of other things that you need to, all platforms work really, but you've just got to be clear. Re the, we always say three things actually that are important, which is um, the three C's, which is clarity. So exactly who's your ideal client? Who do you serve? How do you help people? And you'd be surprised the amount of people that get stuck on that. And you literally can't move forward until you've got that. But clarity and then confidence. So confidence in what you offer, confidence to get out there, confidence in, in so many different ways and also consistency. So there's no point turning up like doing loads in two weeks and then disappearing for two months and then coming back and doing loads. Well, it's actually better if you just did one post a day, five days a week on an ongoing basis. So that they're, they're the three main things, really, clarity, consistency, and uh, confidence. That confidence is a, is a major one. And we see this a lot within the short-term rentals with people trying to do direct bookings, but not necessarily knowing how. And even once they know how, it's just somebody just going, no, this is okay. You can, you, you can go out, you can do this. And that confidence, how would, uh, is there any tips that you could have to or cheer that it would improve people's confidence you know like i mean you mentioned link uh you mentioned uh tiktok there and instantly i start thinking of people dancing and stuff like yeah. that so i mean i'm not gonna be going on there doing that but even the confidence to just go live like we're doing now is there any kind of tips or tactics that you can share for for people to um uh, to help them with that yeah so we do have a concept we train uh called your savvy self so there's a lot of research to suggest that having a, a, an alter ego really helps really helps individuals so go through a great exercise to do is write down how you want to show up so in your business world so do you want to be like I don't know do, do you want to come across as like positive reliable whatever write them all down and they're the character characteristics that you need to embody like so we talk a lot about so like even like Beyonce, you think Beyonce is like just a superstar now, but she she had Sasha Fierce and that's, she used to have to say to herself, right, I'm being, because she goes from this quiet church girl to like shaking her ass and stay on huge stages. She had to like sort of give herself an alter ego, which was obviously Sasha Fierce. But she even says now after however many years, Sasha Fierce and Beyonce are one in the same person because they've kind of merged. So there's always going to be a gap of where you want to be and how you want to show up and where you are now um, and how you want to, and we, we're not saying don't be yourself because you've totally got to be yourself, but you don't need to show every, you don't, there are some people out there that show warts and all on their social media. And 
you don't have to be that person. You don't, it's, it's not very useful for you guys to hear me shouting at my kids in the morning and going, hurry up, I've got to get out of the house. Like, that's yeah. not useful. And it's not useful when people turn up on social media and, you know, start moaning about a client or um, complaining that something's gone wrong in their life. That just brings it down. So think about, look at who who's around you that you like. Um, and I don't, we always say remodel because you don't want to copy people, but take the bits that you like and and just get started, even if it's little things. But when I say they're about the confidence, if you think like we are, we all buy certainty, like you would not buy, you wouldn't buy something from from me if I, if I said, oh, it might work or I yeah. might be, I may be able to do this. But if I said, buy this thing and it will do this and with absolute certainty then, and, and I think we, we say, we say to people as well, would you buy from you? And, you know, if you look at the, the posts that you put out or how you come across or what you do, would you buy from you? And if people are honest, they're like, actually, I, I probably wouldn't because it doesn't seem that compelling. It doesn't seem that you're you're on board yourself. So you've got to kind of get on board yourself. So that's a good exercise, um, working out your savvy self. So we all go through the process, don't we, of working out who our ideal client is. That's like standard. But then think about who who's ideal for you and then who, how do you want to show up? How do you want to be? And it actually came from when I was a kid, I was quite shy, actually. So what I used to do was I used to think, right, okay, what would, <laughs> this thing all the time I used to be like, what would Madonna do? So, and I had like a picture of Madonna on my wall and I'd look and I think, right, okay, right, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. Like, so there will be similar Madonnas for you. And it may be that people that um, are, you know, heavily in the, in the Boostly world are thinking that about you and also Mark. And it could be that actually they like, ways that you show up and they could emulate and, and do that but it's just about everybody's going to suck at something they do the first time right everybody yeah. is like I've done sales all my life but pretty sure when I very first started on sales job whatever whatever new sales job you you're going to go through a learning curve and it's the same with um using social media and, and ultimately showing up but just remember you're showing up for your business and if you've got big people always say it sounds a bit naff but it's true if you're wise big enough, you will get out of your way to to do that. So you've got your you've got your business. You want it to be a success. You want direct bookings. You don't want to give all that money to Airbnb. So surely that's pain enough to to start. And, and it's not that hard once you get going. I, I just to highlight some of the takeaways uh, for for the people listening there because putting yourself in that mindset of hey, what would this person do? And I find myself and openly, and I, if anybody's watching this on the live, just you know, put agree if, if you've done this, which is where I've actually said to myself in the past, um, and still do, uh, what would Mark do in this situation? What would, oh. you know, what would, what would uh, he do in this situation? And there's another chap I follow a lot called Alex Harmozy. And he, he yeah, he's, <laughs> he's awesome, isn't he? Where he's yeah. saying, what would a wise man do? And it's a great question yeah. because when you remove yourself, you're not going, what, what should I do in this situation? What would that other person do? And what decisions yeah. would I perceive they'd make that would be the right one? Yeah. And then I'll make that one too. Yeah, and all of a like, sudden you've made a decision without having to make the decision. Yeah. Like you stopped dicking about doing what you were doing. And actually, yeah, exactly. because, hey, listen to this, right? I am not easily a fangirl, but I was a fangirl when I went to traffic conversions this year. And mm -hmm. we, got, we got to meet like, oh, I got to meet because obviously my business partner's too cool to wait around. But <laughs> I, I I went and uh, had like a selfie with like Alex Ormosi and also, oh, Layla, nice. and also Layla as well. So we watched, yeah, the, watched, they both did a talk. So we went and watched both of those talks. It was really good. And it actually Layla's talk was pretty much just saying, 
it basically to have a good business, you've just got to be awesome at recruiting. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, box ticked. Like I did that for like seven <laughs> years. Although I never <laughs> really thought about it that much within this business, bizarrely. Yep. But yeah, so that was a good fangirly moment. But yeah, I really do like, um, I think his book's just fantastic. And there's, oh, there's, yeah. new, there's new books coming as well. There's like, um, you know, this one's offers, then there's going to be a sales one and there's going to be a something else one. So there, there's loads. But yeah, you're right. If you can think of, like we had used to have this mentor and to be fair i she's probably about i'm going to say how many more years older i think that she is than me but she must be like maybe like like 20 years older than me or something 15 20 years older than me and i always think like that's what i want to get to that i want to be like her and so i think about we had two clients right in that in our business that wouldn't take any crap from anyone else um so sometimes we do refer to them we say like uh, be more barry <laughs> More Barry and Chris, depending on on what you want to do. But yeah, you can have a couple of role models that you think have got successful in a way that you would want to get successful because you like their maybe their their integrity or the way that they come across or their no nonsense way of being, and then start to to forge your way doing a similar thing. It can it can massively help, and you know, learn from other people's mistakes, learn from what works. You already see it works for someone else. Don't try and reinvent the wheel. Go and you know just. get your own way of doing that thing if you're struggling on how to get direct bookings and overwhelmed on where to start then i recommend you go and book in a call with boostly and our team right now we can walk you through exactly what we're offering how we can help you and give you a portfolio of websites that we have worked with that are matching not only your niche but could be in your location as well Boostly has helped over 2,000 hospitality businesses all over the world increase their direct bookings. And if you are interested, then all you need to do is go to Boostly, B-O-O-S-T-L-Y.co.uk forward slash call and book in an appointment with one of our sales team. Well, one of the other things you mentioned was the consistency. And this is something that I see time and time, and I'm guilty of as well, of of not being as consistent as, as I should be for social media. And I think it's a feeling that as busy hosts, a lot of us feel. And is there any advice you'd have? And is there any software that you'd recommend to use to help schedule posts or to to make that job a little bit easier? Because of the algorithms with these social media platforms, they're not stupid. They know if you are using a third uh, third party app. So they know if you're scheduling, they know if you've you're trying to cheat, then ultimately what they really want is you to love their platform and for you to spend all day, every day on it. That's why TikTok rewards those people that, that do that. So it can be hard on TikTok. So we do advise, try and say like, don't schedule. It's better that you do your own posts, but 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 there's ways as like, you can do ha- like, there's ways of sort of um, cheating the system, if you like, not cheating the system, but if you get up in the morning, you get that post out, it's done. It's not in your head anymore. It's not weighing on your mind and we also i don't know if you've ever read atomic habits by um james clear well in that he talks about habit stacking so if you can easily go i can't easily do this but if you're someone that loves the gym and you can easily go to the gym every day well when you're at that gym why not do your social media post at that time so and you link those habits and then you you get it done so it might be that actually every morning at nine o'clock you have a coffee do your linkedin post then and um and I tell you, there's—I don't know if you've messed about with it yet, but there is a new thing called Chat GPT. Have you heard yeah. of it? We were talking about it. We've we've done a video. Um, yeah, it's amazing. I'm addicted to it. You know, I keep asking it the silliest of questions, but it's great because if you haven't heard of it and you're listening to this, 
is you can practically ask it anything and it will write it for you. Uh, me and a friend were talking earlier. He asked um, he asked it to write a disparaging essay about a certain person and they just it, it just did it. So, um, yeah, so it's a bit of a game changer for those people. If you if you earn your money through being a social media manager and mm -hmm. you create posts for people, I don't think you're going to have a job for much longer because no, you could just use this. And I, I do, I mean, I'm not, my business partner is more the words person than me. Like, you know, I'm happier to speaking like this, but when it comes to actually writing things down, I find it a bit of a, so often I'm lazy yeah. with my social media posts because you don't need to do war and peace with your social media either. It can just be like, what a question. So that's the other thing that that helps if you if you let yourself off the hook that you turn up every day, but it doesn't have to be highly educational. It doesn't have to be really informative or entertaining or this or that it can just be like you've done a poll on LinkedIn, but you've yeah. but you've shown up is the point. So I'll give you an example. We use StreamYard to record our podcasts and it's great because we can go live at the same time um, across different platforms. But the platforms know that we're using StreamYard. So the views on that video is less than um are fewer it's the right way of saying it, is it are fewer than if if i just go if i just got my phone and press live on facebook so they do know so but i, I think the, the best thing is to just get that post out first thing in the morning but also give yourself a break so if you know you've got a particularly busy time over so long because you're going to do x y and z you can schedule a bit so we're not as like strict on it but the worst thing you can do is hire a social media manager and pay them a few hundred pound a month to do it for mm. you because they don't know the business. They don't care. Social media managers or people to do your social media for you are great if they work in your business and they are yeah. absorbed in the business and they care about that. But you think if you're a social media manager, and we do get a lot of hate for this, but um, and you've got like your £300 or £400 to do someone's social media, well, they're not going to be able to live off of that a month, are they? So they're going to need like five, ten different clients. So how much can they care about each one? They're just mm -hmm. ticking box ticking exercise to get something out so think about the end in mind really and if you can afford someone within in-house great if you can't you do it yourself and get people to because no one's more passionate than than you are about it and find the find what works best for you so some people prefer to do an image and some writing some sort of just a bit of just a bit of copy some people prefer to go you know do video so there are lots of different different ways that you can do it so don't, uh, I mean, just doing a selfie on LinkedIn and a few words can sometimes just go flying. So yeah, um, just, just play about with it. But yeah, there's no real, no real cheat thing apart from obviously this new chat GPT. That's a cheat. To, you could sit on there in 15 minutes, you could create yourself like 20 posts and you sorted yeah. that for the month. It's a game changer, isn't it? Yeah, I love it. Uh, and for asking, people... What's the weirdest thing you've asked? Asked it. You know, do you know? I haven't played around with it that much. I've I've actually gone on there. You got a life. You got a life. Yeah, I do you know. I just haven't had time to to look. But I have always used. I've always used something called Copy.ai, which was it's a much stripped out version of of, yeah, of, yeah. of, of Chat. Uh, yeah. uh, what is it? Chat G for everyone listening. It's Chat G. GPT. GPT. Chat GPT. Yeah. yeah. Golf and, Papa. Golf Papa Tango. Golf Papa Tango. They need a catchier name, don't they? Yeah, <laughs> um, they do. But, but when it comes down to well, it, part of uh, me feels like don't tell anyone. You, I know that is the thing. But I mean, the secret's out, isn't it? It's all over TikTok and places like that. But yeah, this yeah. is the thing where one of the concerns uh, I often get from hosts is, "Hey, can I just pay someone? I'm busy hosting. Can I pay somebody else to do all of my social media posting?" And you've just mentioned, and I've fell into that trap where I've paid people before, and they've done okay, but it suddenly became. I'm trying to be crap. 
They're no, not, no, you know, they don't just I genuinely believe they set out to do a great job by you. I genuinely yeah. believe that. But they're not as passionate. They ran you know when we did that that talk at that uh university to yeah. social media masters. And um obviously most of those people are actually got sights on becoming a social media manager or going into digital marketing in some way. And one um uh, one of the students put their hands up and she asked, What do you do when you run out of ideas? And I said, I promise you, you know. Yeah. If it's your own business, you you won't you never run, run out. You can't run out because yep. every day is different. You can document something that you're doing, things evolving, things are changing, mm-hmm. whatever. But I said, if you're a social media manager, your task is to annoy. You you've got to you can't work with them until unless you're going to really partner with them, and that yep. they've got to speak to you regularly. They've got to give you information about what's happening there and what's going on and whatever. And you've got to have a tight relationship with them because if not, then you can't. But yeah, I don't think anyone sets out to do a bad job, but. You know, it's just time. less personal, isn't it, yeah. when, when somebody else is doing it? And and this is the the thing. If you've got somebody working in your business, and there's lots of ways you can do that with VAs or or employ somebody, you know, locally part time. But as long as they're within your business and care, and the person who cares the most is yourself, who's continually yeah. growing. And and that's such a good point. So there's a couple more questions I want to squeeze in, um, squeeze all the juice out of this one if we can. Yeah. Um, so. You mentioned there was the you do some services for um, for people. So if the host's listening, what sort of services uh, do you offer? And if somebody wanted to uh, find out more about your products, how can they do so? Yeah, so the first place to go to to see if we're a right fit, really, because not everyone's for everyone, are they? Is to listen to Marketing Made Easy because there's mm-hmm. if you have got no money or you don't want to invest any money, there's just like over two years of just value that you can just go and power listen to. And even if you did that and didn't buy anything, you would get like ahead and you, you would get better at marketing. Like you just would uh, for the great people that we've had on as guests, the different tips that we do. We do like savvy quickie episodes as well, which is like us just giving like a few tips and things. So go there first. Then secondly, we have, um, we have a program which we've actually um, redrafted. It was called social media made easy, but because we're concentrating on pro- people in property predominantly, it's called Property Success Made Easy. So that's an online program, uh, which literally takes you through three steps, which will help you get that clarity, consistency, and also confidence in, in what you're doing. Um, and then we offer one-to-one services as well. And we <laughs> playing about a bit with um, helping people with lead magnets. So we had a bit of a Black Friday offer mm-hmm. on, which is something we'd given to a couple of our one-to-one clients because the importance of email is just so many people have got... <laughs> so many connections across the social media, but they don't have an email list and it's yeah. frightening. It's frightening. So, um, yeah, so now we have kind of a, uh, it's the only sort of done for you thing that we do, which is, um, where we'll help you get your lead magnet and be able to <laughs> a mini funnel really. Yeah. It's and so start of the process to get a lead magnet, trade your lead magnet to the email address and build that email list up. So. Well, it's one of the things where often hosts don't get the real email addresses from people like Airbnb, Booking.com. Yeah. It's easy to get the email addresses, providing you know how you can phone them up and ask. There's, there's Google Forms. There's, there's all sorts of ways you can automate it. Even some uh, property management softwares will do it for you. But just building up that email and having your own place where you can market to people is just just so important. And you mentioned, um, I know there's so much more we could cover from, uh, you know, what what is a lead magnet, uh, what is the call mm-hmm. to action and all that cool stuff. And um, it's certainly for, to find out that stuff, people could come and listen to your podcast or, or reach out to you, which is cool. So before we end, we love to do a couple of just quick fire fun yes. questions. Unsurprisingly, we're on most social media platforms. <laughs> yeah. You know, the, the problem with my name is um, uh, it used to be Mars, the main Anagiri, but then there's an Anagiri that's now become like a radio presenter. And she's. I found her. I found her when I was searching for fo- you. Yeah. Basically, she's a football player, Irish football, which I don't know anything about, and Gaelic football. 
Mm-hmm. But, which was fine because she wasn't really that big deal. But then she um, she went on Dancing on Ice and that she exploded as personality then and then went on the radio. So now it's like everyone has to like put Anagiri Lester in or, you know, Anagiri Get Savvy get Club savvy. To, to, to find us. But yeah, if you, you know, you'll, you'll, if you put Get Savvy Club in, Anagiri, Get Savvy Club in your podcast, you'll, you'll find marketing made easy. That's one of the easiest awesome. ways. Awesome. Well, um, because they're podcast really... listeners, right? The podcast listeners. Exactly. Exactly. And one of the um, quick fire questions, which I was going to have for you, is which podcasts uh, are you currently listening to, and which ones would you advise people to, or they should be listening to? I listen to Alex Hormozes' The Game, unsurprisingly. Brilliant, isn't it? Um, yeah, I re- I really like that one. I also listen to her name's Nicole Cherie, and she is an American um, lady that helps helps coaches mostly get more clients and she has a one called the unicorn podcast I, I believe it's called something like that so she she's has some good nuggets in there and she's quite she used to be a bar, bartender and she's like a bit of a, a a lads girl if you like so I, I like her vibe and how she comes across so but um yeah my go-to podcast at the minute is Alex Hormozzi's The Game oh, it's like a little Alex Hormozzi advert this isn't it it is I mean it's brilliant advice though isn't it <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like, yeah, like, like yeah. your podcast and, and the Boostly podcast that is that you they give us a lot of value so yeah um, we can't have you on the Boostly podcast without asking you where is your favorite travel destination I do I do really like Dubai and we've set up part of the business over in Dubai now and we got like I went the first time I ever went was when I went I was over there because I was going to the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix and I didn't really have, it was just by chance because a friend of mine was going to the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix back in 2017 and the person that he was going with couldn't go. And he was like, do you want to come? So I was like, sure. Didn't had no like idea about it. And if anything, I thought I probably wouldn't like it, but I don't know why. I, I don't know why. Maybe because I just didn't know anything about the Middle East or whatever. And I went and I loved it. I thought, oh, actually the kids could come out here as well. So then we've been back a few times. So I would say probably... um Probably Dubai, but I do love my hometown, Leicester. Leicester, <laughs> Dubai. Say, Quite you different, those two. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit different. Yeah, yeah. No, not exactly. Not exactly. Sort of sitting a thing. Yeah, I'm like pro yeah. Leicester. We, you know, we found the King Richard the Third, and you know, Leicester City became. Oh, it wasn't Richard the Third was found under a car park in, in Leicester. A car wasn't park. Yeah. yeah, bizarre. The weirdest thing, the exact car park space that he was under had an R on it for the reserved because it was the car parking space. If you didn't, if you didn't actually have this council building, if you yep. didn't actually have your own car parking space there, but you were just going there to visit and you booked, then you could go in this reserve space that had the R on. And that's the first place that they started digging. And that's, that's they actually found it. Yeah. Cause there's a, there's a, there was a, I went to watch a film about it, um, which was, it had, um, well, I could think of, uh, you know, Alan Partridge, what's his proper yeah. name? I call him Alan Partridge because he's yeah. from, you know, he, he plays a character in my yeah. part of the world. So, um, yeah. Uh, Steve Coogan. Steve Coogan. Him? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's bad that we think of him as Alan still. But yeah, he's um, is in it, but he also directed it as well. And it didn't really, no one really spoke about it. It's by chance I found it. And it's been on the cinema, the cinema and stuff. But yeah, so it's, it's, and we've met the woman as well that actually led the charge to do it and things so yeah so i do so I'll, actually i'm going to say my actually it's not a travel destination though because i'm here so yeah i'll, well, I'll say it, it could be it could be but everyone with an but if you haven't traveled to leicester yeah. do come do come well if you everybody who's leicester, got... anyone that i always say to people if you come to leicester just message me and i have like clients say like oh my son started leicester university or loughborough university or whatever i'm like well my next time you're down you know we'll catch up so everyone oh, exactly messages and... when passing through Everyone with an essay in Leicester now, they've got to add the story about Richard the Third and also oh, yeah. 
you know, it is a travel destination, you know, so. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, we have of... the, you do know we have the National Space Centre too, so you could add that. Yeah, yeah there's, there is a lot. There's, and and Leicester won the Premiership. Contractors, yeah, there is, yeah. there is some good things. Um, yeah. So we love to end on this question, which is, is there a mantra or a motto that you live by? Yeah, so we had a online programme. Our main programme was Social Media Made Easy. We've got Property Success Made Easy. The The podcast is called Marketing Made Easy. So I would say like <laughs> making things easy is, is our motto. If we can make things easy for people, because actually I'll give you an example. Clubhouse. I don't know if you went on Clubhouse, but Clubhouse yeah, is a big it. thing. Yeah. I like threw myself into it. I loved it because I love audio stuff anyway and whatever, meeting new people. And it was kind of that. But I had one eye on how can I get to grips with Clubhouse enough to teach my our clients how to use it easily. And there wasn't a way. There actually wasn't a way. Unless you're going to spend it really good. You can do things like make sure your bio looks how it should be and have call to actions and whatever. But realistically, to make Clubhouse work for you, you've got to be on there time. regularly. Yeah. You've got to spend a lot. There's no making it easy. So that doesn't really factor into what we teach. So, yeah, everything's about making it easy. And unsurprisingly, we are the Get Savvy Club. So getting savvy as well would like be one. That. I like that. And I feel, you know, tonight we've learned so much about, first of all, the consistency, the confidence, the what social platforms are probably best for different people and not to be worried about the written word, because now you've got um, AI and yeah. chat, uh, you know, sort of AI bots and things like that, where you can actually get more uh, comfortable doing that sort of thing. And also just in general, I've enjoyed this 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 chat about uh, all the different things that we've talked about. So thank you so much, Anna. Um, just before we close it off, was there any questions or missed or any final thoughts? And also, is there any other way that people could follow you sort of personally or, or um, you know, get in touch and, and uh, follow you on socials, things like that? Yeah, well, first, thank you so much for having me on. It's been good. And you did make me laugh because earlier you went, yeah, we'll probably be on for like 20 minutes, 30 minutes. But good luck, pal. Good luck with yeah. me. Yeah, no, <laughs> I enjoy it. Hey, we're easy at uh, Boostly. There's no rules at all with the Boostly podcast. <laughs> I do actually say that to our people. You have about 30 minutes, then, yeah, it's not normally. Um, and yeah, I think best way, you can email me, Anna at getsavvyclub.co.uk, if so you wish. But yeah, probably easiest ways to find me would be LinkedIn. And then obviously your podcast listeners, so go to um but you got to put in get savvy club to find mm -hmm. the podcast because unsurprisingly there's a lot of people that use marketing made easy as a name of a podcast so mm -hmm. yeah put get savvy club in but yeah always always really love to hear from people and even if it's just like you're sharing this on instagram and you tag us into instagram i've got anagiri underscore as my instagram and i've got obviously we've got at get savvy club as well so yeah share it on there and let's know that you've been on it tag tag them guys in too Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And uh, yeah, really appreciate you spending your, your evening with us. And uh, also, thank you if you're watching on the live or if you've listened in to today's episode on the podcast. I know there's a lot of places you can put your attention and I really thank you for spending it with Boostly. So that's it from myself. And uh, yeah, that's, that's it from Anna. Um, thanks very much, Anna. And thank bye for you. now. Thanks. Bye.